Good morning and welcome to Abide Forever. My name is Ebony Robinson and I want to wish you guys a happy new year. Uh, today I'd like to continue on with our um, lesson on the 14 principles for abiding in the flow of God. Um, we've been talking about 14 principles for abiding in the flow of God. Um, why is this message important? Well, it's important because uh, we want to make sure that we are operating by the Spirit and um, not by our own will, okay? Um, a lot, sometimes, sometimes we start out well um, and then we find ourselves kind of moving and doing our own thing and uh, no longer relying on the Holy Spirit uh, to show us or to move us in the directions that we can go, should go in. Um, or, you know, sometimes we set up these traditions or, um, you know, systematic or, or ritualistic things that we do um, over and over again. And, you know, the spirit of God, you know, might be leading you uh, to do a new thing. But because you have programmed yourself uh, to, to operate according to a system, you're no longer flowing uh, with the Spirit of God. And so um, this is not the condition uh, in which we want to find ourselves to find the ministry uh, that, the, that the Father has committed to us. But we want to make sure that we are always in tune and that we are flowing, hallelujah, um, with the Spirit of God. In other words, we are moving in the direction that He is moving. Um, we're operating according to his mandates and his divine instruction, um, not according to our own uh, plans and, and views and will. All right. And that is not to say, you know, don't don't plan, but um, your planning should never be in the absence of our father. Uh, everything you do for him has to come forth from him. And so we seek him uh, regarding everything that we do on his account because we want to uh, make sure that we are carrying out his, his great work. Amen. Amen. Um, all right. So we've been um, studying 14 principles for abiding in the flow of God. In part one, I gave you the first four principles. Uh, principle number one, circumstance does not halt the plan of God. Number two. Divine providence trumps tradition. Number three, you are designed with the capacity to work in the storm. Number four, you are designed to work in conjunction with the divine. And so to hear more on the first four principles, uh, just go, go back and listen, listen to um, part one of this particular series. Um, then uh, we moved into the next four principles. Principle number five, uh, the whole creature must be surrendered. Number six, you have divine connection and covering. Number seven, you must guard against lameness. Number eight, the way is always straight, no turning. All right, if you, for more on these principles, go ahead and listen to um, part two of this series. All right, so I don't want to take a whole lot of time expounding on um, principles one through eight again um, because I want to commit uh, uh, my attention this, this day 
uh, to the remaining principles uh, for abiding in the flow of God. Uh, but I do encourage you to go back and listen to parts one uh, and two as well, um, because these principles are, you know, basically practices um, that help us to ensure that we are operating in the will of the Father. Hallelujah. Um, and so that's where we want to be. That's where we must be uh, in these last days. That's where we must be. Uh, there is no other place. There is no other way to operate but in the will of God. Um, anything else is, is of Satan. It is of the devil. And so we want to. And, 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 and you know, I, I understand about these good intentions that we have, you know. Uh, but it's not about good intentions, okay? It's about seeking the Lord's face. Hear me. It is not about good intention. It's about seeking the Lord's face um, and knowing what his will is so that uh, you might, so that I might, so that we might be able to redeem the time in this evil day. Hallelujah. We indeed want to abide in the flow of God. All right. And so as we move forward today, I want to pick up on principle number nine. And we're in, in Ezekiel chapter one principle, starting with principle number nine. So if you'll go with me now to Ezekiel chapter one and verse um, 14, verse 14 is, is where we need to start reading. OK, I guess I'll go ahead and um, back up to verse one and read the read the text in full. All right. So I'm going to start at Ezekiel um, chapter one, verse one, and then we'll pick up on the ninth principle at verse 14. Hallelujah. In the 30th year on the fifth day of the fourth month, while I was among the exiles by the Kabar River, the heavens were opened and I saw visions of God on the fifth day of the month which was during the fifth year of King Jehoiakim's reign, or I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, his exile, King Jehoiakim's exile. The word of Adonai came to the Kohen, Ezekiel, son of Bazai. And we know that Kohen means priest. All right, so it came, the word of, the, the word of Adonai came to uh, the Kohen or priest, Ezekiel, son of Bazai, in the land of the Chaldeans, by the Kabar River. There the hand of Adonai was on him. Verse 4. I looked and saw a windy storm approaching from the north and a huge cloud with flashing fire glowing brightly all around with the color of gleaming amber from within the fire. Inside there appeared to be four living creatures that looked like human beings, but each one had four faces and four wings. Their legs were straight with feet like calves' hooves. They glittered like burnished bronze. Beneath their wings, they had human hands on their four sides. The four of them had faces and wings as follows. They touched one another with their wings. They did not turn when they moved, but each one moved straight forward. As for the appearance of their faces, they had human faces in front. Each of the four had a lion's face on the right. Each of the four had a bull's face on the left. And each of the four had an eagle's face toward the rear, thus their faces. As for their wings, each had two that stretched upward and joined those of others, and two more that covered their bodies. Each living creature moved in the direction of any of its faces, in whichever the direction the spirit wanted to go. They went without turning as they moved, thus the appearance of the living creatures. Verse 9. 
I mean, I'm sorry, verse 14. With them was something that looked like fiery coals burning the way torches do with the fire flashing here and there between the living creatures. The fire had a brilliance and out of the fire went lightning. Principle number nine. In order to abide in the flow of God, you must know that purification and sanctification flow with you. Okay. Purification and sanctification flow with you. Hallelujah. Even as I share this word um, this morning, purification and sanctification, hallelujah, flows with me even now. The word says with them was something that looked like fiery coals burning the way torches do. The fiery coals signify purification, purifying. We have to be purified, okay? Um, because we are made of flesh. Hallelujah. And so the, the Holy Spirit is constantly purifying us and, and burning out um, toxic behaviors, toxic thought, to- toxic um, ways of being, okay? This is his work. Hallelujah. And but this purification flows with us and it is indeed necessary, okay? And so we have to be aware of that. Not only does purification flow with us, but the sanctification flows as well. The Lord always he is consistently working to set us apart okay this is why he calls us the ecclesia we are the church we are those who have been called out we have been called out of darkness and we live in the kingdom of light with our lord and savior jesus christ now here's the thing in the light nothing is hidden hallelujah everything is laid bare before the father and so as he sees those things in us um that are not like him um or as we pick up or we take on or um uh um, uh, you know just some ungodly ways and you know if we're honest about it we all have um some some weaknesses hallelujah Um, we all have um you know, some sometimes, sometimes uh, some toxic um, thoughts and um, you know th- ways of doing things, bad motives, ill ill motives. You know, um, just things that are not, that are not of God. And you search yourself, uh, you figure out what those are for you. Um, and I'll do the same for myself. But what we must know is that purification and sanctification flows with us. Hallelujah. And so the Lord is constantly cleansing us so that when we do minister, hallelujah, and even as we live our lives, um, that people, so that we project the purity and the integrity of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And this is the work of the purification and sanctification um, that flow with us. However, we must be surrendered to it. Okay. And so when I come into the knowledge of um, something in me that is not like Christ, or some toxic behavior, um, some negative, um, um, some negative um, ways. Um, I, I have to immediately surrender to the purification process. Okay. I have to, I have to, to, to surrender to the work of the Holy Spirit. Okay. This is very important. Lest I be deceived by the enemy. I don't want to be deceived by the enemy. I don't want to be led astray. Okay. And so I must, we must 
consistently yield to this purification process and allow the Holy Spirit to set us apart. All right, to continue. And it's an ongoing process. It's an ongoing process, okay? Because you may feel that you've already been set apart. You know, you don't need any more, um, any more, any more, um, sanctification but we do you know and it depends on the work that the holy spirit is that is positioning us for okay um you know the greater the work the greater the sanctification necessary you know um and so we have we just we have to yield we have to yield principle number nine purification and sanctification flow with you hallelujah let us keep reading um I'm sorry, that was verse 13, the latter part of 13. Okay, verse 14. The living creatures kept speeding here and there like flashes of lightning. Hallelujah. The word says they kept speeding here and there like flashes of lightning. Principle number 10. Be swift to follow the Spirit. Hallelujah. If we're going to abide in the flow of God, we've got to be swift to follow Him. Okay? If you if you delay too long, you will allow your, your humanity to get too much involved in what it is that the Holy Spirit is already giving you instruction on. Okay? And um, sometimes the mind... Will will start to instruct you in a different type of way that might be slightly contrary to what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. And so we want to make sure that we are swift to follow the Spirit, that we do not delay. Okay. And so as we we go further into this this new year, um, be swift. Be swift. Let us be swift, Father. Give us a swift spirit, a swift spirit to follow you and to execute uh, the instructions that you give to us immediately and without delay. Hallelujah. As we abide in the flow of God, we must be swift to follow the spirit. Principle number 11, your will must be surrendered to the Father. Let us keep reading. Verse 15, as I gazed at the living creatures, I saw wheels on the ground. Um, one next to each of the four faced living creatures. So each creature had a wheel. Verse 16. All four wheels look the same. Their inner parts gleam like beryl. And their structure, structure seemed to be that of a wheel inside of a wheel. A wheel inside of a wheel. Verse 17 says, when they moved, they could go in any of the four directions without turning as they moved. Hallelujah. Verse 18, their rims were tall and fearsome because the rims of all four were full of eyes all around. Eyes were in the wheels. Hallelujah. When the living creatures moved, the wheels moved along with them. And when the creatures were lifted off the ground, the wheels went with them. Wherever the spirit was to go, they went in the direction the spirit wanted to go. The wheels were lifted up next to them because the spirit of the living creature was in the wheels. Hallelujah. And so I told you principle um, number 11. Your will must be surrendered to the will of the Father. Okay? The only way to follow him swiftly, swiftly, 
The only way to move in any of the directions of the four faces, and we know that the four faces represent the four dimensions um, of our being, okay? And in order to move in either of those directions, hallelujah, we must, our will must be surrendered. It is with my will that I choose my course, hallelujah. If my will is not surrendered to the Father, meaning I am a will in the middle of a will, then I will um, exert my will according to my own plan, according to my own agenda, okay? And this is not abiding in the flow of God. But if I am to abide, then I am executing the will of the Father. Hence, I must be a will in the middle of a will. The only way for me to move in any of the four directions, hallelujah, is to become a wheel in the middle of a wheel. Listen, the word of the Lord says, um, um, here we go. The rims were tall and fearsome because the rims of all four were full of eyes. Verse 19, when the living creatures moved, the wheels moved along with them. And when the creatures were lifted off the ground, the wheels went with them wherever the spirit was to go. They went in the direction the spirit wanted to go. The wheels were lifted up next to them because the spirit of the living creature was in the wheels. When the living creature moved, the the wheels moved. When the former stood still, the latter stood still. Hallelujah. And when the former were lifted off the ground, the wheels were lifted up next to them because the spirit of the living creature was in the wheel. The spirit of the living creature was in the wheel. This is what the Father is calling for. Our will to be surrendered to his will. Hallelujah. My will must be subjected. It must be in subject to him. Hallelujah. And so when I become a wheel in the middle of a wheel, I can move in any of the directions of my being, of the four faces of the creature. I can move in any of those directions without turning because the whole creature is surrendered. Hallelujah. Even the will, even my will is surrendered to the Father. This is how we abide in the flow. I can't say that I'm surrendered to the Father and and my will is not surrendered. When my will is surrendered, whatever it is that he requires of me, that is what I surrender to. That is what I do. And I do it swiftly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Um, here we go. Principle number 12. Know that Satan's plan is to hinder your movement. Hallelujah. <clears throat> this is a very important principle here. <clears throat> Satan's plan is to hinder your movement. If you are not aware of the fact that his plan is to hinder your movement, then um you're probably already being hindered and you don't you don't you're not aware of it, okay? Um if you'll notice in this first chapter of Ezekiel, we're talking about um abiding in the flow of God and how we we have being able to flow um with the spirit of God, being a being in tune with him and just moving how he moves. And if, if he doesn't move, we don't move, you know, having um, a very a strict level of obedience, um, consecration and surrender to him. OK, but Satan's plan is to hinder our movement. 
All right. This is very important. Why is his plan to hinder our movement? Well, let us keep reading. Verse 22. Over the heads of the living creatures was what appeared to be a dome glittering like ice. It was awesome. Spread out over their heads above them. Under the dome, each had a pair of wings spread out straight toward those of others. And each had a pair which covered his body. Hallelujah. We talked about those wings earlier. We talked in part two of um, principle number six. We have divine connection and covering. Hallelujah. We have divine connection with the Father and with one another. Hallelujah. This is what he has called us to and position us for. And then we also have divine covering. Hallelujah. Okay. So um, let me keep reading. Verse 20, 24. It says, I heard the sound of their wings when they moved. Hallelujah. It was like the sound of rushing water, like the voice of Shaddai, hallelujah, like the noise of a tumultuous crowd or army. When they stopped, they lowered their wings. Listen, the enemy wants to hinder your movement and how he hinders your movement is by number one, um, keeping you or convincing you in some way, shape, or form to not follow the Spirit, to not do what the Spirit wants to do. And, and most of the time, he uses fear tactics, fear tactics and intimidation um, to keep you from moving uh, in the direction that the Lord wants you to do. Or, you know, he tries to convince you of, you know, you're inad- being inadequate or... <clears throat> He tries to convince you um, that, you know, you hadn't been good enough. So he brings that uh, spirit of condemnation, you know, over you uh, to convince you that you're not qualified. Hallelujah. But what did I say earlier? Purification and sanctification flow with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It flows with you. So you're I'm never at a moment where I am halted and I am unable to move uh, in the direction that the spirit of the Lord is uh, moving me in. Hallelujah. I can move because I know that the word of the Lord says there is therefore now no condemnation. And there is therefore now no condemnation because those fiery coals that are burning the way torches do flashing here and there, hallelujah, are moving with me. This is the purification and the sanctification. It flows with me. So there is no condemnation. Hallelujah. I am a new creature and I have to be mindful of that. Otherwise, the enemy will halt my movement. And he halts my, he will, he wants to halt our movement because our sound is his destruction. Our sound is his destruction. What does the word of the Lord say? Ezekiel said, I heard the sound of their wings when they move. See, we don't we don't work alone. Listen, um, I said we 
work in conjunction with the divine. That was principle number four. You are designed to work in conjunction with the divine. Hallelujah. So as you execute your work on earth in the spirit realm, hallelujah, the divine is working with you steadily on your behalf. Hallelujah. And so the word of the Lord says, Ezekiel said, when these creatures moved, hallelujah, the sound of their wings, he said he heard them. He said it was like the sound of rushing water. And so when we flow by the spirit, when we flow with the spirit of God, we sound like rushing water. We sound like the living water. We sound like the water that cleanses and brings new life. Hallelujah. Um, This is our work. This is what the Lord calls us to. But the enemy wants to halt our or hinder our movement. Hallelujah. Because when the sound of this water flows forth, every plot, trick and plan that he has set in motion immediately unravels. Hallelujah. Him and his demons take flight. Because they know that the father has given us victory. Not only um, do we sound like rushing water, but we sound like the voice of Shaddai. We sound like the voice of God. Hallelujah. And so this is why the enemy wants to halt your movement. When we flow with the spirit of God, we sound like the voice of God. We sound like water flowing from the throne of God. This is listen. This is why the Lord is calling for this this sancti- this level of sanctification and surrender of our will. We must become a will in the middle of the will because you don't know the level of damage that you are doing in the spirit realm when you live a life surrendered and a life of obedience to the Father. Hallelujah. You are wreaking havoc on a level that you can't even imagine and every time you move in obedience hallelujah not only do you sound like rushing water but you sound like the very voice of Shaddai you sound like the voice of God hallelujah not only that he says like the noise of a tumultuous crowd or an army hallelujah you sound like an army when you flow with the spirit of God, not when you do your own thing, not when you get caught up in a system um, of running services and, and just kind of, you know, systematically doing things. This is not what the Lord has called us to. He hadn't called us to systems. He has called us to obedience. He has called us to surrender. He has called us to seek his face. He has called us to be still before him. He has called us to know his will. Hallelujah. And he had, he, he, it is not his desire um, that we hold so tightly to these systematic um, ritualistic uh, behaviors. And, you know, um, these, these, these things that we have set up, these programs and you know, all of these different things, you know, we have to consistently, we must consistently seek the Lord. Hallelujah. And if you are not, you have been hindered, my friend, you have been hindered by Satan's plan. You're not flowing with the the spirit of God. You're flowing on your own. So you don't sound like rushing water. You don't sound like the voice of Shaddai. You don't sound like an army when you're doing your own thing. You, You don't. The enemy's not even worried about you. Okay, because but because yeah, you're executing, but you're executing the wrong plan. 
Hallelujah. And so, you know, my prayer right now, Father, is that we will fall out of love with our agendas and our plans and our systems. And we will just fall in love with you. And we will just seek you and seek your face for everything, Lord, for every move. Hallelujah. That we will not take a step without delaying and waiting Hallelujah. Um, to know what your will is in any and in every situation, especially um, in the work of the ministry. Hallelujah. That we will have holy discipline to wait on you. Hallelujah. Principle number 13. Don't fall in love with your own sound. Hallelujah. If you're going to abide in the flow of God, you must not fall in love with your own sound. Okay. So we just mentioned all of these sounds. When you move by the spirit of God, you know, you sound like rushing water. You sound like the voice of God, the voice of Shaddai. You sound like a, a army. Hallelujah. But you must not fall in love with your own sound. Because it, it, the moment that you fall in love with your own sound, you will be moving to hear yourself, not to hear what it is the Lord is saying. Hallelujah. You will be speaking so that you can be heard, not so that the Father can be heard. Hallelujah. You will be praying um, and you will be doing all of these works not so that the Father, hallelujah, not so that His will is, is, is being done and going forth, but so that you will be heard because you are in love with your own sound. And so this is something that we must guard against. You know, there are some very um, charismatic teachers and you know, there are people who can really work a microphone, <laughs> you know, um, but it, it's not about working the mic. You know, it's not about um, revving up the people um, because that's soul power. And we talked about binding that soul power. Um, we must not yield to that. We must not yield to that. Father, help us and have mercy on us. Hallelujah. Um, we must not fall in love with our own sound, lest we be found, you know, working a microphone and, and trying to rev up the people rather than binding that soul power and binding intellect and human arguments and um, binding our flesh so that the spirit of God can flow freely. You know, this is what we must do. Um, we must not be in love with our own sound. The only sound we must love is his for um, if we continue to read the word of the Lord says, let me go back to 24. So it says, I heard the sound of their wings when they moved. It was like the sound of rushing water, like the voice of Shaddai, like the noise of a tumultuous crowd or army. And when they stopped, they lowered their wings. Hallelujah. Listen, when I'm not in love with my own sound. I can stop moving and lower my wings. Hallelujah. This is a posture of listening. 
Okay, we cannot be so in love with our own sound that we're always talking and never listening. We always want to have something to say. Sometimes we just need to just be still before the Lord. No words need to be spoken. And the Lord can minister to each and every person in the room. Hallelujah. Even in silence. Even in silence, you know. Um, not everything has a caveat. And I I do um, apologize for clearing my <laughs> sinuses and having a really mucus drainage or something. But um, to God be the glory. I'm going to continue to move forward. Help me, Holy Spirit. Um, yeah, okay. And so, yeah, so so all of these sounds, yeah, so they sound like um, rushing water, like the voice of Shaddai, like the noise of a tumultuous crowd or army. When they stopped, they lowered their wings. Hallelujah. They lowered their wings because they don't want their wings making any sounds. Because there is no sound more important than what is happening above the dome. Listen to me. Verse 25 says, whenever there was a sound from above the dome over their heads, they stopped and lowered their wings. So listen to this. Number one, wherever you go, you take the kingdom of God. Hence the dome above their head. Okay. The, verse 22 said over the heads of the living creature was what appeared to be a dome glittering like ice. It was awesome spread out over their heads above them. Hallelujah. So the kingdom, hallelujah. The, the Lord's literal kingdom is over my head. Hallelujah. It is over your head. Hallelujah. Listen. And so we're always listening for what is happening above our head and so the lord said the word says whenever there was a sound from above the dome over their heads they stopped and lowered their wings hallelujah they were so in love with their own sound that they kept on moving and moving and doing and praying and prophesying and teaching and preaching and shouting and singing and running and dancing hallelujah and the lord is saying things from the dome, hallelujah, but we hadn't had the, 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 the clarity or the ear enough to be still and hear what the spirit is saying to the church. We must not fall in love with our own sound, hallelujah, lest we not be able to hear what the father is saying. The Lord says, whenever there was a sound from above the dome over their heads, they stopped and lowered their wings, hallelujah. When you are able to stop, when you stop, learn the discipline of stopping, know it, hallelujah, and you hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, hallelujah. Um, you, you, we must guard against uh, falling in love with our own sound because this will, that will hinder you. That will hinder you. You will not be able to hear clearly from the Father. And so if you've been struggling to hear from the Father, you know, I, I admonish you to just stop. Lower your wings. Hallelujah. Stop and lower your wings so that you can hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Yes, indeed. Hallelujah. Uh, Principle 13, don't fall in love with your own sound. And then the last principle says, in order to hear from God, you've got to be still and humble yourself. Hallelujah. See, this requires humility. Humility. You know, when you're, you're moving and you sound like rushing water, but God is speaking, can you stop? <laughs> when when you're moving, you know, and you sound like the voice of Shaddai, but the Lord speaks, can you stop? Will you stop? 
or are you so um, committed to your own sound, your work, you know, that, that you are no longer um, being surrendered uh, to the Lord to hear what it is that he is saying. We must stop. Principle number 14, in order to hear from God, in order to hear him, hallelujah, in order to hear what the Lord is saying from above the dome, hallelujah, the, Lord, the word says, you've got to be still and humble yourself. Be still and humble yourself. Let us read this last part of Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 26. Above the dome that was over their heads was something like a throne. Hallelujah. Listen, the the, the creatures, they, they were, you know, moving and shaking and doing great things. But when they heard a sound from above the dome, they stopped because they knew what was above them. They knew what was over their head. Hallelujah. What is, oh, do you know what is over your head? Do you know who is over your head? Verse 26 says, above the dome was over their heads something like a throne that looked like a sapphire. On it, above it, was what appeared to be a person. Hallelujah. I believe that person to be Jesus Christ above my head. And when he speaks, I stop. Hallelujah. I humble myself. Verse 27, he says, I saw what looked like gleaming amber colored fire radiating from what appeared to be his waist upward. Downward from what appeared to be his waist. I saw what looked like fire giving a brilliant light all around him. Hallelujah. Verse 28 says, this brilliance around him looked like a rainbow, meaning the Lord is always aware of his promises to us. Hallelujah. This brilliance around him looked like a rainbow and a cloud on a rainy day. Listen, bless your name, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Listen, this, this is amazing. We know what is above your head. Yield to the Father. Yield to Christ. The word of the Lord says this brilliance, this brilliance, verse 28, this brilliance around him looked like a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day. Listen, I know some of you are having rainy days. Some of us have been having rainy days for a very long time. Hallelujah. But I want you to know that the Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Hallelujah. That every promise that the Father has made us in Christ Jesus is yes and amen. Hallelujah. It is yes indeed. Yes indeed. Yes indeed, my daughter. Yes indeed, my son. And it is amen. So be it. So be it. So be it in your life right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Know and understand what is above your head. We must know and we must humble ourselves. Listen, Ezekiel said this brilliance around him looked like a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day. And it had to be a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day. Why? Because the word, listen, principle um, number three says you are designed with the capacity to work in the storm. Hallelujah. So we don't, we don't, you know, um, quit because a storm rolls in. 
Okay. We don't give up because storms roll in. We don't stop because storms roll in. We persist even in the midst of a storm. Even in the midst of the storm. Why? Hallelujah. Because our Father, hallelujah, in his brilliance all around him. Hallelujah. Ezekiel says, look like a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day. This was how the appearance of the glory of Adonai looked. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And Ezekiel says in the latter part of verse 28, when I saw it, I fell on my face and I heard the voice of someone speaking. Listen, principle number 14, in order to hear from God, you've got to be still and humble yourself. Be still and humble yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ezekiel says, when I saw it, I fell on my face. Hallelujah. Humble yourself. Hallelujah. If you are not hearing from the Lord in this season, humble yourself. Fall on your face. It was after he fell on his face, he heard the voice of someone speaking. And the Lord began to give him his instruction. Hallelujah. But before you will get your instruction, you must abide in the floor of God. You must not, we must not commit to our own agendas and and our own systems and plans. We, We have to seek the Lord and know what his plan is as we abide in his flow. Hallelujah. 14 principles. I'm going to run through these one more time. 14 principles. Hallelujah. For abiding in the flow of God. Principle number one. Circumstance does not halt the plan of God. Hallelujah. Circumstance does not halt the plan of God. If you're going to abide in his flow, you got to know. Your circumstance does not halt his plan. Principle number two, divine providence trumps tradition. We must not hold so tightly to tradition. Hallelujah. That we cannot hear from the Lord or that we will not receive what his divine instruction or providence or plan is for us. Hallelujah. We must yield to him. Divine providence always trumps tradition. Okay, so we've got to be willing to throw throw tradition out. We cannot fall in love with it. We must be in love with him. Principle number three, you are designed with a capacity to work in the storm. Principle number four, you are designed to work in conjunction with the divine. You do not work alone. Hallelujah. The Lord has assigned angels to you. They work for the father on your behalf with you to carry out his great work. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Um, Principle number five, the whole creature must be surrendered. Every aspect of your being must be surrendered. Principle number six, you have divine connection and covering. Hallelujah. You have divine connection with the father and with your fellow man. And you also have divine covering, which represents the protection. Hallelujah. Verse, I mean, principle number seven, you must guard against lameness. Hallelujah. Do not become immobile. Do not allow yourself to become immobile. 
This is why the purification is so important. Be cleansed. Hallelujah. Lest you find yourself um, lame and unable to move in a direction that the spirit is trying to move. Hallelujah. Address the issue um, and be healed in the name of Jesus. Principle number eight. The way is always straight. No turning. The way is always straight. No turning. Because when the whole creature is surrendered, whatever aspect of your being the father is using, you don't turn. You let him use that aspect of your being. Hallelujah. There is no turning. The way is always straight. Principle number nine, purification and sanctification flow with you. Principle number 10, be swift to follow the spirit. Principle number 11, your will must be surrendered to the father. Principle number 12, know that Satan's plan is to hinder your movement. Don't let him do it. Principle number 13, don't fall in love with your own sound. And principle 14, in order to hear God, you've got to be still and humble yourself. Be still and humble yourself. Hallelujah. And these are the 14 principles for abiding in the flow of God according to Ezekiel 1. Thank you guys for tuning in. God, may God bless you richly and may he keep you in all of your ways. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Ebony Robinson and this is Abide Forever.